Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I'm Manza from Slovenia, so-called lady in red, but right now, <laughs> lady in yellow. <laughs> Hi, I'm Sarah Wilson and this is Wild, a podcast about living a more beautiful and fired-up life. Here we will continue my 10-year nomadic journey living out of one bag in search of more connection, more awakeness, less consuming, less loneliness and less bloody scrolling. I'll be inviting you to join me in finding better ways to radically love and save our one wild and precious life on this planet. Okay, so this is a little bonus idea we've thrown into this wild series. It's a short episode where I follow up on someone who has become part of the storyline I share in my books and elsewhere that some of you have got a little bit obsessed over. Anyone who has read my most recent book, This One Wild and Precious Life, will know the lady in red. And for today's episode, I've tracked her down. If you've not read my book, don't worry, this story should have universal appeal. So four years ago, while researching the book, I wound up in Ljubljana, the stunningly quaint capital of Slovenia, the world's only Carlos capital city that's been voted greenest city in the EU several times over. It was a heatwave in August and a public holiday, and I was lost and fretty, as I would often get from living so long solo and sort of homeless, I guess. So I sat in the cafe for a bit when I noticed this lady in red. I'll read the bit in the book to give the vibe. A woman, I'm guessing in her late 30s, was sitting alone opposite me. She just sat there, watching. There was a heatwave on this day in Slovenia, and it was a public holiday. The square was suspended in an eerie abandon. You could hear church bells from across the river. Roller doors were down. This woman sitting on her own wore all red. A red skirt, a red and white striped T-shirt and red Birkenstocks. Her hair tied low in a knot. Her legs were crossed and her hands rested in her lap. And I really just dug her. She was not reading a book not looking at a phone for 45 minutes, she just sat there with soft eyes in a chosen stillness. Caffeinated and craving the kind of connection particular to talking to strangers in foreign cafes, I reached over. Do you mind if I ask, what are you doing? She smiled. On special days, I like to sit and think nothing. By special days, she meant public holidays. 
I asked if I could take a picture and post it on social media and I wrote out our conversation in the post. For some reason it hit a collective nerve. There were a stack of comments. Did she tell you how she could just sit there like that? Some said the picture made them feel sad and it reminded them of something they used to be able to do but no longer could, like doing cartwheels into pools. It's like we're jealous of this ability, almost angry in the face of it. How dare she not be distracted while we must battle the incessant suck hole? What makes her think she's allowed to ignore the stimulus, the requests? And how dare she not succumb to the modern fear of missing out? But we're aware, aren't we, that in these moments, no one robbed us. No one forced us to become so distracted and so trapped, so unable to sit still and quiet and not need more likes, more feedback, more action, more, more, which is where the unfathomable sadness comes in, right? We have trapped ourselves and we miss the version of ourselves that used to be able to be like this. So what the lady in red really triggered was a nostalgia. Nostalgia, I was interested to learn recently, is a Greek word that means homesick. We're longing for home, for meaningful connection with ourselves. Anyway, the impact goes on. As people read about her in the book, they dug up the Instagram photo and reshared it, and I got DMs asking if we'd stayed in touch. Now, during one of the countless lockdowns, I was feeling listless, or maybe we should say languishing, and decided to hunt down the lady in red. So this is how I did it. I went to Google Earth and I zoomed in on the central town square and I found the cafe, I found its name, the sign out the front. And I contacted it on Facebook and asked if they knew my lady in red. They put a notice up on Facebook and sent a few emails and in a few days came back to me with a name, Munka, and an email address, Bingo. So a week later, we connected on email and agreed to meet up again on Zoom. Now, I had the foresight to record it, but I have to apologise. The quality is crap. And we chat like we're awkward, giddy strangers, which I guess we are. It was only later that I decided that I might share it with you on this podcast. There is much to love about our chat the universality of our sadness and our collective longing, the simple movie set like backdrop of the room that she's sitting in. I mean, it's just beautiful. And some insights into what the world has been doing while we've been so isolated here on our island. Anyway, I hope you enjoy my meetup with the lady in red. I'm Mansa from Slovenia, so-called lady in red, but right now, <laughs> lady in yellow. <laughs> thank you so much. It is so nice to meet you again. Well, thank you. I was so surprised. I was so surprised that you, I mean, that you found me on the first place. <laughs> like a small, small world. And it's so funny that this kind of thing happened without you knowing about it. Like I just sort of posted this photo and then all these people responded to it and it became a, a, a sort of a symbol of what people were feeling they were missing and and then it went into my book and then people talk, talk to me in the street. They say, did you ever hear from the lady in red? Did she, do you know <laughs> what her name is? Do you know what she's doing? And um, so it's sort of always my mission to find you again. And I thought I'd just ask the questions because I actually asked on Instagram Live if 
there was anyone that wanted to ask you something. And I got over a hundred people asking questions about you. Like they're just fascinating. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and it's, you know, from Canada to the UK, Australia. So what they wanted to know is whether you remember um, me first meeting you, that moment on a, I think it was a public holiday and it was like August and it was really hot and it was very quiet in the city. Do you remember that at all? I don't remember which which holiday it was. Not at all. But I remember I remember you coming to me and uh, yeah, asking me if you can take uh, take a picture. So so uh, and then funny thing happened like a year after one girl sent me like a snapshot of of your profile and is that you? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so I, I kind of knew, but I didn't know about the reaction and the whole thing that happened after that. <laughs> so, yeah, right. Yeah, I do remember. I do remember. Yeah, yeah. You remember, because what fascinated me when I looked across and saw you is you were just sitting there very calmly and you were enjoying your own company. And that was the most significant thing. And I suppose... Do you do that often? Is that something you still do, that you can sit there with your own thoughts and be comfortable doing nothing and being still and not being distracted? Yes, I do that very often. <laughs> but still depends. still depends on how I feel. If, I, if I'm good with myself, you know, if I'm in a good situation and everything, then I do that often. Because, uh, But usually I go and sit by the river you you you've been in Slovenia, so I live near Ljubljana. So I often go there and just sit there. Uh, but also, I like to go to cafes and just sit there and observe people. So yeah, I do that very often. But it doesn't really happen very often that uh, I I mean, at that time I was I didn't met anyone. Usually it's like someone is coming and oh hi, can I sit by? And then I start talking. Yes. So at that time you were the, the only one. <laughs> Came and spoke to you. Interrupted you. Yeah, it's an interesting thing, isn't it? Because how old are you, Manka? Are you in your, do you mind me asking? I'm 30, 39. 39, yeah. So I'm, I'm 47. And I think once you reach a certain age as a woman, it's, some people think it's quite strange to see a woman sitting on her own. No friend, mm. no book, no newspaper. But then for a woman our age, we actually are very comfortable with ourselves and so we are most yes. comfortable sitting on our own, I think. I'm a very outgoing person and I really love company, but I, re I also really love being by myself and especially in this COVID time, like in the last year, in the past year, I think this was the most precious, precious time that I spent with actually with myself because we we weren't allowed to together. The bars were closed. Everything was closed, actually. Uh, and this was really, really, really precious for me because otherwise I'm like always running around um, in the company or without. Of course, I, I love being by myself. But this year it was like, wow, a gift for me. Mm. I was spending so many so many hours alone in my apartment or by the river reading books um 
and just yeah thinking about myself what to do what are my goals and stuff uh but what i wanted to say it's like uh when when i'm in stress or when i don't feel okay then i'm seeking for i don't know a phone or something mm. to distract my mind and um yes exactly i'm afraid of being by myself with my thoughts and stuff but when i feel okay then then it's like perfectly natural just to be there sitting mm -hmm. observing thinking and stuff yeah flip side though when you are anxious i would imagine sometimes spending time with yourself can also make you less anxious if you can relax into that space because you know some people define anxiety as an inability to sit with yourself you know because you're constantly seeking from an answer outside of yourself and that causes anxiety so it's kind of a two-way thing isn't it yeah 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 paradox yeah. yeah so tell me what you said that it was very special for you being sort of doing almost an extended version of what I saw you doing in the cafe you did that during COVID yes as I said like it, it was like usually I'm like running around like seeking for um, the gallery openings like concerts and stuff so I'm like always surrounded with people and um, it's kind of a escape of from yourself or something yeah. <laughs> even though I feel quite okay with myself but still it's like there are so many things that are distracting you and taking you away and sometimes i mean before it's it was difficult just to take this time just for yourself like like to sit in the cafe without doing anything or because there are too many things and i want to be everywhere um but this time i mean i was really calm it really calmed me down and um I found out how how good company I am just for myself. Yeah, right, right. We were forced into a space where we had that ability to discover that. We wouldn't have done yeah. otherwise. Yeah. Is there anything that you learned from yourself? Like was there any awareness or awakening or realisation? Or, or even change that you've made to your life from that time with yourself? Well, it was like, I, I just, um, I bought an apartment like two years ago. Mm -hmm. And um, usually I need always someone to encourage me or, or to do something or to do big steps. And um, like, because I live alone and I don't have a partner and that was a huge step for me and I was so scared to do it. And then the next thing, the next step was like just during the pandemic uh, to, to do the renovation. So this was a even, I mean, bigger step for me because I don't know anything about electricity, water, walls and everything. So um, I was alone in that, but, but, that was my decision that I made. And uh, even though I was super scared because I had to leave my apartment. So now I'm living at my friend's house yeah. still because it's going on. And what I learned actually is to, to uh, uh, how, how strong I am actually. Yeah. Yeah. To uh, be comfortable with my decisions and to, to, to stand behind them. Like, no, mm. I decided to do that. So yeah, I'm strong enough to go like all the way 
Yeah. So, um, yeah, and I am alone, and so usually I'm I'm too scared to do something because I need someone to help me to go through. And this time I was alone, so I'm really proud of myself, even though the things are not going well. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, this is like happens in the Isn't that an interesting thing? Um, you know, the studies show that we are much better at dealing with a bad decision than not making a decision in the first place. Whereas we think the opposite. We think I'm not going to make a decision so that I don't make a bad decision. But we as humans, we cope with the bad decisions and we become yeah. so proud of ourselves for just doing something. We don't care what the result is, you know? Yeah, and the bad decisions are the great teachers. I mean, they learn us like... Yeah. Usually with good decision, everything goes well, so we forget about all the path, all the struggles, and everything goes easy. So we just then don't really cherish so much. Yeah, exactly. It's so true. It's so true. There were so many great lessons that came out of COVID. How long were you in full shutdown for? Uh, for almost a year. I mean, actually, it was the whole year because on March, we got into lockdown and then we opened for a, I don't know for the summer and then we got um, a lockdown again and we just opened things in um, everything just a month ago. So so were you you could leave the house just for groceries. No, 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 we could go for a walk, but we we weren't allowed together with um, with friends, only with partners or family, and we couldn't leave uh, the municipality. Um, yeah, for almost a year, we we had a police hour, like ora legalis. Uh, we everything was closed at nine, so we had to be at home at nine, and you were, you were not allowed to leave the house after nine, except if you went to work. <laughs> so it was like. Yeah. And this was this was going on for almost a year. So it's so you didn't it was you didn't have friends over for dinner, you couldn't date, you couldn't there was no no contact. I mean, yeah, basically it was forbidden, but but <laughs> but again, I mean I was working at that period, so I was like with my colleagues in daily contact, mainly with colleagues. Okay, so yeah. you're allowed to go to work and share an office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But not socialise. Okay. Um, and so are you an animator? Because I had to look at the website. Is that what you do? <laughs> yeah. because Yeah, works. actually, I'm a social worker, but uh, I work um, in a family centre. So I do creative workshops for kids. And uh, beside that, I, I run also um, Incredible Years program for parents. So it's like... Uh, Half, half. Half of my uh, job is like working with parents and half of it is with kids. Amazing. And yeah, it's, it's creative stuff, as, you know, with them. Yeah. Okay. Because I was reading the website in uh, Slovenian. <laughs> and I was yeah. asking what it said. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. No, I just remember one of the things that struck me about Slovenia is how aware the country is with climate policies. And so out of the pandemic, has the country got even more committed to climate change policy? No, not really. Actually, now in Slovenia, there is a far right political party that it's like, really, we're going into a great regression in all in all the matters. Of wow. So it's like really, um, yeah, well, actually, the worst thing is like uh, now our government <laughs> um, and they don't really... Um, mind the um the environmental issues at all they want to force the law that they can um use all the water like to, to that it's much easier to uh, privatize is it the right word mm-hmm. privatize yeah the water and uh, so yeah we have really strong initiatives of uh, like activists here in slovenia so mm-hmm. they are yeah. uh, doing a great campaign just to yeah encourage people to open your eyes come to referendum and um but yeah you've got a legacy of socialist thinking and sort of an activism you know which i met quite a few when i was there which was awesome wow yeah the world's either going conservative or the conservative governments are becoming quite socialist in their thinking yeah. in the us with yeah. their policies, you know so it's a strange strange time oh one of the questions was do you get lonely Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What do you um, do? How does it make you, like, do you get panicky when you're lonely or is it something that you just accept? Or? Yeah, I think that that's, that's part of life also. I mean, uh, I, do, I mean, I don't get anxious, but maybe sad or make me think more of what what it matters and how to how to i don't know interact differently or how to do things differently so it makes me think more because i don't know it gets feeling lonely i think i think it it gets somewhere inside that opens some <laughs> something else think about it makes you yeah. Yeah. you have to go yeah. and do something so yeah. it makes you grow I'm very honest or at least open about the fact that I get lonely. But lonely can be quite a beautiful feeling if you don't get anxious around it. Yeah. If you accept that it's a, it's a really deep, sad emotion. It's yeah. human emotion. And I agree with you. It, I get very creative when I'm lonely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the beautiful yeah. songs, the beautiful songs and the beautiful poems I think happened when the artist was in a really 
deep place of loneliness of some yeah. sort. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. It's the forest. All the, I think, all the, um, like, n- not negative, that's why I like emotions yeah. are the force, actually, are the forces to, to for a change, for a better. I think it's, I think it's more a matter of how um, equipped, again, are you to solve these kind of struggles, yeah. emotional struggles you're in it. And sometimes we don't discover how strong we can be, how equipped we are until we're forced into it because as humans we're not going to choose to go there. So when you're in a nice, comfortable relationship or you don't have a pandemic and life is easy, you're not going to choose to go there, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So sometimes I, I use the phrase to be rendered choiceless, it's freedom, you know? Freedom to truly create and contribute to the world, you know? So, look, one other thing I was going to ask you to do is it sounds like you do have interest in climate stuff. Have you found it confusing? Have you found it overwhelming? Do you wonder what the hell is going on with life today? Is that something that that you think about? Very often. (laughs) Yeah, very often. Because we are protesting in just in in the local i mean local slovenian level because we are protesting for the first day that this government came into power we are protesting every friday every friday we are on the street and demanding like leave <laughs> step out and give us i mean and nothing really changes i mean i get angry and like what does it really have to be like uh, uh, do we really have to use um, uh, violence to, to make a chance so I'm like mm. it's not enough just to be on the street and and I, I mean to protest I mean isn't that enough <laughs> yeah and this is again this is again like if you go to me to movement black lives matter and uh, climate change like uh, activists like what what else can we do just to make changes i mean isn't it enough just to stand and raise your voice nothing really so so i think it's like uh, it makes me um angry because i'm confused what what else do we have to do to 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 i mean to make us here and i feel like i have my hands tight so, um, but again, because I work with children, I think this is the best uh, thing that can happen. I mean, you are raising new generations. So I think this is really a beautiful job and important job. Yeah. I mean, being a mother, for those who are mothers, I mean, to raise like really consciously and uh, with all the... Uh, messages that you want to give to your children and also because I'm the third person who works with kids so this is also very very important to raise new generations to be aware of of all the the important issues that are going on. I totally agree I totally agree. Well listen this has been really wonderful to talk to you it's just such a lovely thing that we live in a world where we can have just one moment and it can kind of grow into something else that can impact other people you know and it's just so lovely to to just connect with random humans you know it's sort of 
We've come in so close around COVID where so many of us feel isolated and lonely and yet there are still moments like I live on my own. I did, you know, a lot of the COVID period on my own. I would say that the love that I feel and the warmth that I get it's from people all around the world and it always has been. I get less lonely from meeting strangers in other parts of the world than I do from even sort of the friends around me, to be honest. Yes, yes I agree. <laughs> it's a funny old world, isn't it? Yeah. The day that I saw you, I was sitting there waiting to find out if I was pregnant. So I was waiting for a pregnancy test and I was trying to find where I could go and get a pregnancy test on a public holiday. And so I ended up having to get an Uber over two to two other villages away to get to go to a clinic where they could do a test on me. Um, So, yes, I was waiting to find out if I was pregnant and I found out um, just shortly after I spoke to you that I was pregnant. So um, oh, okay. the whole moment was very significant. And I, if I wasn't pregnant, I would be hiking up um, in the Julian Alps, you know, doing a big walk uh-huh. there. And so I had my, yeah, hat, my harness and a helmet ready to go. And then if I was pregnant, well, I didn't know what to do. And so I'll have to send you the book so you can read what happens after that. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Oh, what's an important day? It was. It was a really important day and it was so hot. Like I think it was, and it was quiet. It was a very quiet because, you know, there was just nobody around, you know, so it was a super lonely moment. Um, And so, you know, that's why I probably went over to you. I know it's why I went over to you. I was just like, I need to talk to someone. And that woman in red, (laughs) that lady in red is just so fascinating. (laughs) It was, it was a, very, a very important day, yeah. Anyway, lovely to reconnect. Obviously, if borders open up and if ever you make it to Australia, you know, I would love to host you. Yeah. You would have a bedroom here if you need to come and stay in Bondi. So, oh, thank you. <laughs> I will let you know. <laughs> yes, you, do. you know where to find me now. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, you enjoy your day and good luck with all your work and good luck with your referendum, July 11th. Yeah. Yeah, it's 11th of July. Yeah, I really hope. I really hope. Yeah, I'll look out for it for sure. Like, we don't get a lot of news in that part of the world, but I listen to a lot of different podcasts and I'm sure I'll I'll be able to find some, some news about it all. I wish you the best. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You too, with with your promotion of the book and uh, everything good. Thank you. Thank you. Good luck with your apartment. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I will need that. Bye-bye. Bye. Monka and I will stay in touch. We follow each other on Instagram now. The referendum she mentions, well, it passed. The environmentalists won. Even though the government ran it on the first Sunday out of lockdown, hoping the climate activists would be fleeing to family and picnics around the countryside. But sadly, just as this goes to air, Slovenia has gone into another partial shutdown, again after becoming among the nation's hardest hit by the latest wave of Delta infections. So I hope you enjoyed this sort of brief interruption to the normal proceedings here on WILD feel free to contact me on Instagram or via my Substack newsletter, which is sarahwilson.substack.com, to request anyone else from my travels or from my books you'd like to know more about. 
And by the way, uh, my Substack newsletter, and we'll put the link in the in the show notes, is where I'm doing most of my comments and interaction going forward. Uh, it essentially covers philosophy, art, pop culture, climate stuff, and group soul insights that might get us mobilised to save this one wild and precious life together. Anyway, until next week, stay wild. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com planning for your next trip Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.